disobedience leads to more disobedience. Be careful of the wrong influence. And third, everyone has a king. So first, disobedience leads to more disobedience. Boys and girls, you heard our first reading. We're in the, we're in the book of, the, the, of, of Samuel, the first book of Samuel. And right now for the Israelites, things are going well for them. Samuel is a really good judge. His mom, Hannah, prayed really hard for a son. She says, Lord, if you give me a son, I will, I will give him to you. I'll raise him the best that I can, and I'll give him to you so he can be a great leader for the people because we know, Lord, your, your, your people need a good leader. And what did God do? He gave Hannah a son, Samuel, and Samuel was a really good judge. And Israelites, the whole nation, things were going well. Well, Samuel had two sons. And let's just say those two sons, they weren't obedient to God like Samuel was their dad. Their two sons, they were disobedient. Disobedience, boys and girls, right? We means that you're not, you don't do what you're supposed to do. He didn't do what his dad taught him. Samuel was a good dad. Taught his boys some good lessons. Taught them how to be good leaders. And the two sons disobeyed God and they disobeyed their dad. And it could be, the two sons could just be like, you know what, it's all right, it's just kind of me, a little bit of disobedience here, a little bit of disobedience there. Everything's just, can, everything else around us, the nation of Israel can still, everything go good. Boys and girls, that's never how it works. Never. We can, it's never to think, well, just right over here, this small little disobedient thing, even, boys and girls, this isn't me being, this isn't me exaggerating it. Even like a disobedient thing in the classroom, a disobedient thing at home with me and my mom or me and my dad, and it's just a Thursday after school, and I'm disobedient, and that's it. Or I'm even alone by myself doing something that I know is a disobedient to God. That's just the end of it right there. It's just a Thursday night, Thursday evening, that's it. Disobedience always leads to more disobedience. It'll always lead more disobedience in ourselves Right, as we would say, vice leads to more vice. Wrongdoing leads to more wrongdoing. The same way that virtue leads to more virtue, meaning doing good builds the muscle of doing good. But if you're in the classroom and you see a classmate doing something disobedient, it can very easily lead to the whole classroom doing something disobedient. Because disobedience leads to more disobedience. That's what we see in our first, first reading. The two sons of Samuel, disobedient. What do we see? We see them come and they say, boy, our, our two leaders right now, the sons of Samuel, they're no good, so we need a king. And what we don't hear from this reading, but we know that the Israelites weren't supposed to have a king. So it led not only to a family being disobedient, it led now to an entire nation going against God. Disobedience leads to more disobedience, which leads us to be careful of wrong influence. Boys and girls, it's part of just being human, and it's a fact that we are influenced by our surroundings. 
And it is true that the influence of our surroundings can be either good or bad. Give me an example where the influence from around us, like we see something, we hear something, and we see something good, and then we end up doing it. What's an example of influence being good? Yeah. Someone gives food to the, to the poor, is that what you said? Yeah, someone like gives food to the poor, and you're like, man, I live in a community here of Notre Dame that we have a food pantry, and we go out and we help other people, right? I put in the bulletin this weekend that we just gave, I think it was four, $3,000, $4,000 to, to a mom, a single mom who's got three small kids who's really struggling. And it's like, the whole community can read that in the bulletin this weekend and say, my goodness, like, let me contribute to that to help out. So uh, that's a good influence. Give me an example of a bad influence. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> There was one hand up for a good influence, and now there's a lot of hands for bad influence. Okay. Jacob, what do you think? What's an example of a bad influence? Nice and loud. Taking something from the, the poor? Yeah, so it can be the exact opposite, right? So we know sometimes, like, we even can see things in the news of people, people stealing and doing things, right? People who are trying to work really hard for their, for their livelihood and supporting their families, and they have their business, and they have their stores. And what are we seeing a lot of times on the news right now? People just breaking into their stores and stuff and just taking. And <laughs> when we see it commonly, like Jacob is saying, other people can be like, well... It can, it, 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 it can influence others to do that. So boys and girls, what we have here is we have the Israelites, they say, they ask for a king. And they say, now that you are old Samuel and your sons do not follow your example, we're not doing a really good job here as a nation. Again, disobedience leads to more disobedience. They say, appoint a king over us as other nations have around us. Because Israel lived in a land that all the other nations around them had a king, it, it dwelled up in, in them a desire for a king. God says, I'm your king. You're not to have any other kings. All their surroundings, all the other nations around them had kings. And they said, man, look at, all, look at around us. Everyone's got a king. And they said, you know what? Give us a king. We want to be like all those around us, and we want to have a king. And there was a warning. And God says, or Samuel says, when this takes place, you don't want it. When this takes place, you will, com you will complain against the king whom you have chosen. And so, boys and girls, I just want to say, it's kind of like that mentality of, well, everyone's doing it. Maybe everyone's in the classroom that's doing this. Maybe it's picking on somebody. Maybe it's being disobedient to God. Everyone's doing it. Those that are on social media are seventh, eighth graders, right? I'm not encouraging to be on social media, but I know a number of us are. There's trends that go on on social media that have an influence on us doing things. And then we even saw a few weeks ago, these trends impact on a, war, a more broad, wider scale 
Disobedience leads to more disobedience. Be careful of our influence. Be careful of what we're taking in. And then lastly, everyone has a king. The people, however, refused to listen to Samuel. Samuel gave a warning and said, you don't, you're gonna complain. If you get a king, you're gonna complain. You don't want a king. You're not to have a king. That's disobeying God. And the people, however, refused to listen to Samuel's warning and said, not so, not so. There must be a king over us, the Israelites say. There must be. We too must be like other nations with a king to rule us and to lead us in warfare and to fight our battles. That is to say, boys and girls, everyone has a king. Everyone, hear this, everyone wants a king. Everyone needs a king at the end of the day. We are wired as humans to be ruled. And don't kid yourself and say, Father Mark, I'm pretty good. Like, I'm, an, I'm autonomous. Like, I am my own person here. I'm not ruled by anyone or anything. Let's not fool ourselves. Everyone is ruled by something or something that influences them and tells them how to act and how to behave. Some people are ruled by money. Some people are ruled by sports. Some people are ruled by et cetera, et cetera. I'm failing to think of more examples right now. We're ruled by something because we're, we're wired that way. And we're wired to be ruled by God, ultimately. Jesus is our king. He's our king. He's the king of kings and Lord of lords who went to the cross to die for us, to free us from sin. Boys and girls, I ask that you today to be on the lookout as we have in our gospel today. Jesus is always always showing forth his kingship as he heals a paralytic today in our gospel. And the only reason, and the reason why he healed the paralytic is to show that he's the one that can forgive sins. Who, who is it but God alone? Only God can forgive sins. As we as the, the second graders last night talked about, God's the only one that can forgive sins, but Jesus says, I'm God. And Jesus today, if we are on the lookout today in our classrooms, if we're on the lookout today when we go home, if we're on the lookout all weekend long, it's to grow antennas to see how God shows his kingship, how God shows his love, his mercy, and how he rules over us in a loving and good king way. So boys and girls, disobedience leads to more disobedience. So be careful of the influence be careful of the wrong influence that might be around us and sometimes that we listen to. And remember that everyone has a king and submit to Jesus Christ, the king.